Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. God has been good. God has been good in that He's enabled us to continually bring you biblical principles for contemporary living. And we've come down now to the last of the year. But we want to give thanks to God for you, for being a great support, because it's through you that we've been inspired to continue. And so in this message, I'm going to be speaking from the theme, what did you get for Christmas? But I'm going to ask the question again. What did you get for Christmas? Because there was, there was a gift given. That is far superior to things. We have the gift of God's son. Only begotten son. Most precious. Yet he gave. His son to us. Yes. Amen. What a gift. That's why Paul the Apostle calls it the unspeakable gift. But all of the phrases, all the sentences, and everything else that we could come up with, all the sayings, nothing will compare. With the fact that he gave us his only begotten son. I want it to impact on you. On your mind, on your thinking, on your heart, on your spirit. Because we can get in such a routine of doing things until we miss the significance of what we have experienced. So the post question, what did you get for Christmas? The post-Christmas period is critical. I know we go through a whole lot to get ready for Christmas. Cleaning in places where you didn't clean. Hmm? Painting up stuff. Rearranging, shifting. There's a spirit in the air. A spirit that says, I want something new. I want something different. I want something better. That's the atmosphere. And the thinking of people at Christmas. But the question still remains, what did you get? For Christmas. Post-Christmas period is that which validates the truth, the reality, and the significance of what we experience on his birthday. What was it? What was it that 
impacted your life so until when you were opening it up, you oh my, look at that. You know, I really wanted this. But now you're giving it to me. There's a lot of people that have the spirit of giving at Christmas time that they lose around February. I'm going to say something to you this morning. I'm going to do a lot of things different because the Lord told me that in this, you don't have to go and have another 10 or 5 references to this particular message. Not for this one. All that we need is here. In St. Luke chapter 2. Christmas is a time truly of gift giving. But it is also a time, watch this now, of opening and revealing. There has to be a sense in which as when we get a gift put in our hand, you know, we, we can walk around with that all day. But what is on the inside of that? Which requires some opening. And like children who, when they get a gift, they're not concerned about all that paper wrapping. They want to get right to the thing on the inside. Are you with me? All the external trappings. And sometimes, you know, I, I, I was purchasing some gifts for some people this past week. And, and the lady that was serving me, <laughs> she wrapped it and I'm ready to go. And then she said, oh, no, finish. I said, but you wrapped it. She said, no. And then she took what she wrapped and wrapped it in something else. And I said, okay. And I'm ready to go out. Said, no, why are you in such a hurry? She wrapped it again. And when she finished, she tied a big bow on it. And you know, every, she had some instruments. She just pulled it, said, we'll have a curl in the, in the end of the bow and all that stuff. I'm standing there saying, Lord, I got to go. I got to go. You think I'm just engaging in small talk? I'm saying that if we go through all of that for the natural, what do you think is happening in the heavenlies? When you think of the fact that this is still God's son. We're in the 21st century. Yes, we are. But wait a minute. The impact is supposed to be the same as it was. Because it's more than just a story. It's a fact that has become the factor in our lives. Whether you accept it or not, whether you believe it or not, God sent his son. Took an eternity's day and wrapped it all up for us. And then released him to us. Christmas. It's been said that the art of celebrating Christmas is to live 
in the subsequent light of truth. The art of celebrating Christmas is to live, what's this now, in the subsequent light of truth. What light did you see? What light was turned on this year? Brighter than ever. What truth did you receive? Or did you just go through the routine of just reading scriptural accounts and just moving on to the next thing? No, 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 no. Wait a minute. This thing is so awesome that heaven stands to attention. Whenever we bring up the subject about God's son. And by the way, I'm so grateful that the son that came as a baby... The son that became a man and was crucified and buried. The son that rose from the dead is the same son that's now standing in the heavenlies. As our advocate making intercession for us right now. Well, you know, we always have three points to our messages. And for this message, number one, the mystery. Number two, the message. And number three, the miracle. Mystery, the message, and the miracle of Christmas. Stay tuned and be blessed. And so, the mystery. The shepherds were told by the heralders that if they would go to Bethlehem, they would find the babe, the Savior. It took place on a midnight clear. The glorious news, news that the world waited for. News that caused the song poet to, 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 to write the lyric, Come, desire of nations, come. We've been waiting on you. We need you. And it happened. And it did not happen in a royal palace. It did not happen in the halls of the great politicians of the day. But no, out in the field where the shepherds were. Something so great, something so awesome happening there? What are you doing, Pastor? I'm trying to get you to understand that it's more to Christmas than just green and red. All this is fine. But it's more than Christmas than all of this. If we didn't have this, we still ought to have Christmas. We still would celebrate it. Why? Because it's not about the natural. It's about the spiritual significance. So the angelic visitation. Appeared. When God lit up the stage of time. Yes, he did. And he did it with the glory of 
his own presence. Go and see, and you will find the babe and his mother. Go and find. It's all in here. Go and find. And when you go and find, when you go and find, let me tell you something. It takes effort, specific intentional effort, to truly celebrate Christmas. You don't just flow into it. It's specific, intentional effort. Where you put the brakes on some other things. And you prioritize with some things. So that you can truly celebrate. The question is, what did you get for Christmas this year? Some new revelation. Some new impactful truth. What was it? Shepherds went. And in obedience, you'll find this child wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. It happened that night. Listen to this. It was a holy night. I said, it was a holy night. It was not only a holy night. It was a glorious night. The darkness of generations were pierced by the sudden light of the glory of God. On the hills of Judea. I know that my message this morning may sound more narrative than it is expository. And yet, if you listen closely, you're going to discover that if we're going to celebrate Christmas, truly celebrate Christmas, it is going to be because it's intentional effort, which is going to require some inspecting. Inspecting. You got to leave where you were. Go and you will find. Leave where you are. There's some things that we've got to leave behind. If we're going to truly have something to celebrate after Christmas. After Christmas is critical. I say it again. It's critical because it's after Christmas. It's a day like today that really proves where you have been and what you have been exposed to and what you have experienced for yourself so that right now things that you didn't celebrate before it, you ought to be celebrating now because of it. So Christmas ought to mean that right now I stand in a place where I've never stood before. Don't you know that the shepherds had the opportunity to experience what prophets never did. They longed for it. They prophesied it, but never saw it. But here's these shepherds, common people, who did not prophesy anything, had no high religious position. But it happened for them. Stop trying to keep up with other people. 
Stop trying to think that the, your value is based on who they are. Stop, stop, stop selling yourself cheap because God so loved you yes. that he specialized a gift yes. just for you. One that meets your need and one that meets your need and your need and my need and one has the same gift. But it meets you at a different place. It meets you and I at a different place. But it's the same gift. I started this morning, well, the we out of the morning. I said, Lord, what a, what a wonder you are. Number one, it doesn't get old. Number one, it's not out of shape. Number one, it's still your best. Even though thousands of years have passed and you are still giving us your wondrous gift. Well, it's been a privilege to bring you another message. And I want to ask the question again. What did you get for Christmas? I trust that you can say, I have received the unspeakable gift. Two, I hope that you could say, I found peace that passes all understanding. I hope you can say, I received joy unspeakable and full of glory. Well, until next time, I shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. I pray that you'll continue to celebrate what you received for Christmas. Concepts from living Concepts from living Concepts from living